0: Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. So, in the previous podcast, I was talking about Officer Tatum, and I wanted to bring something to people's memory, just so I can prove a point that Officer Tatum is nothing more than a dancing monkey. Yes, I said it. I will tell him the same thing. He's nothing more than a dancing monkey. That's why I wanted to take off so I can tell him to his face. Nothing more than a dancing monkey. You, Whenever your right rich benefactors come in and say, Hey, do a flip. You bust around and do a flip. Because it's true. And I told you to just go through his YouTube page. It's right there out in the open. and You can look at it and see it. And every time you see... Officer Tatum talking about a subject, a lot of times it's about, you know, let's be real. Black people, you know, in a negative manner. Him, Candace Owens, Jesse Lee Peterson, Peterson, excuse me, and a lot of other individuals are just that racist bastards. They use this to basically make money to grift and make money and again I wanted to bring this to the people's attention just to show that of course Officer Tatum is nothing more than a bigot himself he's a Uncle Tom if you will because he doesn't do anything that actually betters the community. Right? He's there to actually keep us from moving forward, to go backwards, if you will. <laughs> so, I have proof proof of this situation that happened. Let's go with. The Aubrey Arbery... Situation... Where the McMichaels... Travis McMichaels and his son... Killed... Ahmad Arbery... We're doing a little bit of Monday morning quarterbacking here... Because we know the results... And we can do this... Because... Like he does... He wants to... Of course paint a picture of Ahmaud Arbery as being a criminal. I'm not even going to go into his criminal past. I don't care. It's not relevant in this situation because at the time, as we see here, he wasn't a criminal, by the way. If you can prove different that he was on the lam and police were looking for this man and he committed a heinous evil, demonic crime that made him public enemy number one, i.e. something like, you know, Edward Snowden that requires that any type of person that's involved with him that's an American citizen can just straight up murder him with no ambiguity then, hey, please bring it to my attention. But I know that that's not going to pop up. Because, of course, that doesn't doesn't exist. But I have a few videos here that I want to to use. And I'm going to get his viewpoint on this one case. I was going to do the a Taylor one, but he's a police officer. He's going to say that the police had the right to do just about everything. And theoretically, by the given abilities that they had by the Supreme Court, literally, they can get away with murder. Like, straight up, No ambiguity. They want to kill somebody, murder. They can get away with that. And Derek Chauvin, in his situation, was a complete and utter rarity. It really doesn't happen as much. That type of situation rarely goes down where a police officer tries to murder, well, not even try, actually murders a U.S. citizen and and then doesn't get away with it. This situation, the McMichaels aren't. Active duty police officers. One I think was a retired officer. But that doesn't give you the ability to commit random acts of murder. You're retired meaning you're no longer a police officer. That ability is gone. So. I'm going to start here. With the first video. Before the verdict comes out. And then another one when the verdict comes out. And you're gonna see maybe did he change his tune afterwards? Or did he keep the same racist, bigoted tune? So, this first one is about a Maud trial, the uh, McMichael's trial, the killing of Maud Arbery. This is before the verdict came out, right? We all know that it was guilty as sin. By the way, to let you know, because it may not be said, but I wanted to make make it very well known that during this time period, the plaintiffs, right, the prosecution, in this case, excuse me, wanted to put this as not only just a murder trial, but as a hate crime, correct? They had the whole thing with the truck being there. They had the blatant, obvious Confederate flag on there. And the fact that, of course, they were sharing text messages and social media posts that were very, very racist. But... In this case, the judge kept it out because it will uh, arouse the jury, right? And they didn't want that in here. So Officer Tatum knows this, by the way, because it's well known that this was a case that the judge kept the hate crime parts out of it. So you're about to hear is a man making a case when this was done. As a blatant, obvious hate crime, but we couldn't charge it as a hate crime at the time. Don't forget, they had another trial coming on afterwards. That will be the hate crime after this verdict was written. So they were going to go to jail regardless because they got away with the murder. They were charged with the hate crime anyway, and then they were found out, oh, wait, yeah, they do have a hell of a lot of hate in them and murdering this man was the uh, actual motive and then they went to jail for the hate crime anyway so these guys was going to jail for the rest of their lives it did not matter this was a slam dunk open shut you know case this is one of those things that looking back at it no shit Sherlock this should have happened you had two cases on these guys for a straight up murdering a black dude for the fact that they weren't wanting to murder a black dude The prosecution had two cases. They just wanted to try two cases in one trial. Seriously, it was that easy. And you're about to find out... How Officer Tatum sees this. Again, well-known black man. Super rich. Nothing to do with the fact that he's making money off of YouTube. The money for YouTube pays for his, you know, gas money and... Stuff like that. He ain't paying bills with that. His YouTube ain't paying his bills. His subscriptions and Patreons ain't paying bill money. That's not bill money. You know, his bill money comes from the, you know, gun lobbyists and a bunch of white supremacists who say, yeah, go here and go out there and and do a trick for me. I don't want you to make sure that black people don't get any goddamn thing. Matter of fact, I want you to go out there and try to make black people look like they did as we said, they did back in the past during segregation and slavery, that they are monsters. They need to be under the control of white people. Right? And officer Tatum says, how much are you going to pay me? Okay. I see that's a lot of money right there. Okay. Yes. A master. I'm going to go and do what you said. No lie. Here's the video. Or the story? Nope. Don't you dare.
1: And I maintain from the from the onset that according to the law, and I'm just gonna give a quick synopsis if I don't take long. According to the law, I don't believe that the Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and Roddy Bryan should be convicted. I think they should be found not guilty. Here is why. Very quickly. Uh, you know, according to Georgia Law, you know, and a lot of people get this confused. I, I don't know why. They think it's probable cause or whatever to make an arrest as a private citizen is probable suspicion. So they only have to have probable suspicion that a person committed a felony crime, probable suspicion of a felony crime. A felony.
0: But here's the thing, probable suspicion, meaning that you have to be, as you find out, we found out in the, have the immediate knowledge of, or actually seen it happen. They had no way of proving that, of course, Ahmaud Arbery committed a crime. There was footage of him going to a, you know, building that was under construction. But again, he wasn't the only one that did that. There was no proof of him stealing anything from cars. There was no proof of him doing any type of thing. Yes, he committed a crime back in his past. But how many of us have went to a convenience store, ride a 7-Eleven, a, you know, CVS, and stole, like, a Power Ranger toy or stolen some candy off the shelves? You know that's crime, right? How many of us walked across the street? That's jaywalking. That's a crime. You know that, right? How many of us have, you know, gotten in front of a car or turned to, and did a turn to a, you know... Maybe a parking lot or something like that without signaling. That's a crime. You know that, right? There's so many crimes we commit that all of us are criminals. We just don't know it yet. Police officers just have to come up there and just say it. You do a turn into a driveway without signaling. That's a crime. You have to signal every time you turn it and doing a turn. If it's going into a driveway, doesn't matter. Going to a parking lot, doesn't matter. You're trying to get into another lane, doesn't matter. Even if a car is not even on the street, you have to signal every time. Yes, that means that if it's during a late night and there's a nice brisk air you're feeling good and you driving down the street, guess what? You don't sit to get in that lane. That's a crime. You know. Driving. Above the speed limit. Is a crime. Yes. That means that the speed limit is 25. And you do 30. You're breaking the law. There is no grace period really. You know that right. They allow you to drive. You know. 5 or 10. You know. Miles. Over the limit. But. There's no law saying that you can't. These allow it. So police officers see you driving. Down the street. In a 25 mile an hour. Zone. And you go 30. Bam. That's a crime. They can arrest you. And you're a criminal. So. How many of us. Have done any of that. According to him that gives any citizen a right to abduct you straight off the street grab you abduct you and throw you in that car cuz basically what they did to Amart Arbery. now in the fact that they were looking for somebody black in the first place if we find out again he knows about this he knows that they text messages and social media posts about the Travis Michael's and about well, Travis Michael's and and whatnot are out there. He knows this at this time, and you know that the, of course, the prosecution tried to go for this, and it wasn't allowed. Let him go ahead and continue.
1: The crime of burglary, which is what they're accusing Ahmad Arbery of, is that a person enters an occupied or unoccupied structure with the intent, um, they, they've articulated in the court of law that they have intent, that they, they have seen him go in multiple times. He was running the day of. Um, the,
0: he was running the day of. Look how he tried to make the story up. Let's keep going. With stuff
1: stolen from the residents. They, they are building an argument that that is reasonable, uh, probable suspicion that he is a part of a felony crime of burglary, especially because there's multiple calls in the area. They've seen him on camera multiple times, whatever case it be. And they believe that they were right in conducting the citizen's arrest. Um, they pursued him in the citizen's arrest, attempted to stop him in the citizen's arrest, and then he attacked Travis McMichael for the shotgun. That's when...
0: No. By the way, he did not attack Travis Michael for the shotgun. Travis McMichael shot at him first see he omitted that on purpose because he wants to keep his statement clean. Taylor Michael shot him first he missed and then he knew he was cornered not trying to go on someone else's property he went and attacked him tried to wrestle the gun from him and was shot in the chest by the way let's not forget about the social media posts and the text messages that they had out there about them about Him and how they wanted to shoot a African-American, excuse me, a nigga, as they literally said. By the way, he knows this again. He knew this was out there. And this was before the trial verdict came out. He believes that they're innocent. Think I'm joking? Let's take a listen.
1: He got shot fatally and lost his life that is the defense I believe they have a legitimate argument in that and I don't think that they intended to kill a guy and I think that they never intended to even shoot the guy until he started fighting them for a shotgun Now,
0: you see told you but the video shows them shooting at him missing and then he was cornered and he had to rustle the gun away from Travis McMichael you do know that right remember that it was played so many times. Because it was recorded. And they thought. By the way. Because they recorded this. They did it. The three men. The one that came in later. And boxed him in with his car. Recorded it with his dash cam. And watched it, and they released the video. By the way. Showing that he shot at him. Don't forget that they even had recordings of saying, get the weapons. So they intended to kill them. Yes, there's a bunch of break-ins, a bunch of cars, but a black man is... There was no description, by the way, of the individuals breaking into the vehicle. Yes, the vehicle being broken into, so you see a random black man driving around. And don't forget, yes, the, you know, underdeveloped home that was under construction... He walked into and out of and around, but he wasn't the only one that did it. Another couple came over there and did it. They happened to be whites. There was no probable cause for them stealing, even though know, they did it. I wonder why. And you see, he said that they have a good situation, have a good case, and that he said that Amart Arbery. Filled with rage. Tried to attack. Dag Michaels. Not the fact that he. Right while they was on the back of the truck. Shot at him. Missed. By the way. He saw the video by the way. Missed. And then. Came up to him. And shot him. Right. Point blank. In the chest. And he went out for a job. And that was the actual case. So. That's the first one before the verdict. This one is afterwards. This one is after the verdict. This is him knowing the situation. Now, this is no ambiguity. The case has been settled. They found them guilty of first degree murder. No joke. Let's see how he feels about it. Shall we?
1: I think the Maude Arbery verdict was wrong. This video is about the Officer and What I had to say. So I didn't have a chance to make a formal video about the Maude Arbery case. You know, my thoughts are, I covered the case, I watched the case, um, and I would ask for anybody to make a comment. uh, Just understand, if you ain't watched the case, then I don't know what you wasting your time for, but...
0: I do have to agree with that though. I would have to say the same thing. If you didn't watch the case, don't give your verdict on things without actually watching it, hearing about it, you know, having some actual, you know, real life, actual meaningful opinions on it, you know. Don't just pop up and don't know what's really going on. You know, you don't have to watch the whole thing, but dang, you got to see some of it before you make a point. He is right about that. But...
1: If you watched it, you a person like me that did your due diligence, um, you will understand why I believe that the verdict was wrong. I believe that the jurors were correct, but the verdict was wrong. Let me tell you why. There is something called jury instructions. When a judge gives jury instructions, he, he gives you instructions on how to interpret the law. They make a decision based on that. I believe that the judge gave uh, faulty instructions on citizens arrest. Um, And and that that led the jurors to having to make a decision based on his false, false instructions or faulty instructions, which leads me to believe the verdict was wrong.
0: So you might be wondering, why is it that he's going with this case? Because there is no ambiguity that they murdered Ahmaud Arbery. So the only way out for them to not be found guilty of murder is to, again, find some reasonable doubt. So he's going with the fact that, oh, you know, the judge gave them a faulty, false, fake, not even closely realistic, you know, verdict about what a citizen's arrest is. But let them continue.
1: So let's watch it. Let's go through this whole thing real quick. It won't take long. I want to go through it so you can understand what I'm talking about. The first uh, mistake that I think the judge made is citizen's arrest. And here is the judge explaining a uh, citizen's arrest in his jury instructions. Roll the film. A private person
2: may arrest an offender if the offense is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. If the offense is a felony and the offender is escaping or attempting to escape, a private person may arrest him upon reasonable and probable grounds of suspicion. The terms in his presence and within his immediate knowledge are synonymous in a crime committed in one's presence only if, by the exercise of any of his senses, he has knowledge of its commission or by the accused admitting that such a crime is being or has been committed. A private person may not act on the
0: other- By the way, right now, the judge is literally reading the law. What the law is saying and what the law says, by the way. He's literally reading it. This is what is said. This is what it means. So, let's see how he tries to wrap himself around this. The statement of others alone. Oh, but he like I said, he's not acting on unsupported statements of others alone so you can't just be hearsay right you can't arrest the individual because of hearsay you can't say well uh I-, I think trey was the killer and of course i had nothing to do with it i was nowhere in sight you can't then run me down and you don't, you know, do like they used to do in the 60s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, right? right? During the old time period when they used to lynch black people. You know, you can't do that. You can't have a lynch mob come after a a person for hearsay. You had to have some either witnessing or knowledge of this crime being committed, right? The person can say they committed the crime. If the person said they committed the crime, you can then go after them. And arrest him. You know, meaning like if somebody tells you, hey, yeah, you know, uh, Sydney, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I said to her, Mickey, she passed out like a like, uh, light, and I took her upstairs in the room, and then I just had my way with her. You recorded that, you can then tackle the man, arrest him, and then wait for police to arrive and say, yeah, he, you know, obviously raped the girl here's his own words himself, right? You can do that. Let the video continue.
1: Okay, so that's a brief synopsis of the way the judge interpreted the law. Now this is the problem, because you go to the law here, I'm gonna pull it up, and I want you guys to try to find the added verbiage that he added in the law. It's not there. The judge gave instruction based on his interpretation.
0: A proper person may arrest an offender if the offense is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. If the offense is a felony, is a felony, and the offender is escaping, he literally just said it, and he explained to people what that means. That means if he has immediate knowledge of this thing happening. Like, oh, yeah, like, maybe he, like you said, he's seen it happening, you know, maybe he witnesses the damn thing happening, well, pretty much the same thing, he is saying the same thing, like the, uh, just said. Oh, the difference is, like, uh, he's seen it happening, or is this happening right now in his presence? Like, maybe he's in the house, and someone is stealing something in his house, Right? That makes sense now. I see it. So, the first part is like, if the offender is, if the offender is, if the offense is being committed in his presence, meaning it's in my house, it's my store, you know, yada yada yada, and I'm literally seeing it happen right in front of my eyes. I can stop it. You know, and the second part is within his immediate knowledge, meaning. Um, it's not my property, but I'm literally seeing it happen right before my eyes, I can stop it from happening. He added a part that says yes if the person admits it. Because obviously, yes, you can do that. You can arrest the person if they say, yeah, I committed a a crime. And tells you you that they committed a crime, you can arrest them as a citizen and then hold them there for the police and then if you have a way to prove it, like, like I said, recording it, he's done. You he can go to court, he can start offended. Maybe he was drunk, maybe he was illicit, maybe he was making a joke, maybe it wasn't true, maybe it never even happened. Maybe he was just trying to, you know, blister and boast about something that he never even committed. Right? Sydney can come down there and say, oh yeah, that never happened. I wasn't even at a damn uh, party, ever. You know, he's just lying because he wanted to act like he got some pussy. Okay, you can do that. That's okay. Let him off. Don't, com- don't tell- say you committed a crime and, and, you know, you wouldn't be in the situation. That type of situation is going on here. So, what is he trying to say?
1: If you read this law right here, it does say, in the beginning, he read it directly from the law that a private person may arrest an uh, offender if the offense is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. Second sentence, if the offense is a felony and the offender is escaping or attempting to escape, a private person may arrest him upon reasonable and probable grounds of suspicion.
0: But the point is, again, the first part, this is not, this is not separate. All of this is a course added. So, if a person is escaping, again, that means he had to have committed it. If the offense is a felony and the offender is escaping or attempting to escape, meaning a felony happened, he actually did it, dumbass. You had to have done something, and he's like, "Oh, dang! I, I think he's the one that definitely did it." He had committed a crime, by the way. He did not commit a crime. Walking onto a You know, walking into a construction site is not a crime. Again, he didn't steal anything. He walked around the house like another couple did. He didn't steal anything. He just walked the fuck back out. (laughs) Didn't commit a crime there. I mean, unless you're going to say they were trying to arrest him for, you know, walking into somebody's lawn that wasn't even there... By the way, not a crime that you need to arrest him for. Right? And see how he's trying to wrap himself into a bundle. But here's the thing. He never talked about the second portion. The reason why, yes. They were convicted of murder. So. <laughs> This is from CNN. Let's go ahead and just take a look at this video real quick. This is from CNN talking about the second trial. That couldn't have happened because they wanted to try to put two the one. But this part of the trial couldn't happen because, you know, the judge said they couldn't allow for it to happen. Right? Matter of fact, I think I actually thought I'd do that one. Yeah. Here it is. This is from First Coast News, actually, before I do that, before I go to CNN one. This one explains the reason, like I said, what they were trying to do before. They were trying to get two trials in one, and the judge said, nah, can't do that. Let's take a look at this one.
2: And convicted of murdering Ahmad Arbery will be in federal court today to face hate crime charges. Travis McMichael, his father, Greg, and their neighbor, William Wright Ryan, Bryan, were sentenced to life in prison last month for their February 2020 killing. This morning, prosecutors want to introduce text messages that they say show Brian's hostility towards African-Americans. His attorneys want to keep them out, saying they are, quote, highly inflammatory and would create bias among jurors. First Coast News will be inside of the courtroom, of course, this morning, and we will keep you up to date on the latest from Brunswick. But unlike that state murder case, cameras are not going to be allowed inside of the courtroom. Jury selection in the indicate-
0: case. So, as you heard, these text messages, the defense, this is the same one they had before, didn't want them in the first one for the same reason. They felt, though, that it would taint the jury because they were inflammatory, right? But these text messages and social media posts are real and theirs. So, again, he tried to get them off on the technicality, right? Oh, 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 he added some things there. No, the judge explained to the jury what the law meant. The judge has a right to explain it to the jury. He's going hanging on the word of suspicion. No. You cannot commit a citizen's arrest just based off of suspicion. I can suspect anybody of committing a crime. I can suspect Officer Tatum committing a crime right now. What crime? I don't know yet. I'll just figure it out and think about it later as I arrest them. You can't do that. Because you can be biased in your suspicion as they were. These guys was guilty as sin. Slam dunk. Slam dunk. Open and shut case. Here's the real reason why. Because if the judge allowed for them to... Go through what they wanted to go through with. It would been over in about five seconds. They could have just showed a few, a uh, little bit of things. And when even took a couple of days, first day, sure, open, goddamn going, uh, comments. They would have uh closed the goddamn case immediately. Then, open the comments, close the case, be done. Let them go. So here's the video from CNN. Just to prove a point.
2: jury has found all three men who killed Ahmad Arbery guilty on a federal hate crime charge. I uh, want to get your reaction to that before we go out back to our reporter Nadia there on the scene. Well, the jury has spoken and this federal jury has determined that these three defendants, the McMichaels as well as the Bryant, are guilty guilty of willfully interfering and intimidating Ahmad Arvin, depriving him of his rights. Why? Because he's African-American. Why? Because he is black. And the jury has finally spoken and called these three men what they are, and that is guilty and that they were motivated by racial hate and anger and animosity. Talk about the, the symbolism here in this verdict, because these men were already facing life behind bars, right? Nadia, Nadia, what what more can you bring us and if you can delve deeper into the symbolism of this verdict here? Yeah, I'll be honest so I want to break this down for you. had the interference of rights, right, which is one of the charges. All three men found guilty of that, and that's something that we saw in the video, how they used their vehicles to trap Ahmaud Aubrey on that street, and he didn't have anywhere to go. As, as the prosecution lawyer said, uh, if he would have went onto private property, he would have been on private property. That would have been a crime. So he had nowhere to go on that public street. They trapped him in, and Travis McMichael said to police, we trapped him like, a rat. That was repeated over and over again in the courtroom. We also saw this charge of of a conviction, guilty on all counts for all three men on kidnapping. A lot of people have this image of of kidnapping someone like Hollywood where you throw a bag over their head and you, you take them off. It doesn't need to look like that in order to be kidnapping and that's what the jury found. And then the last count was on having weapons being used during the act of a crime, a violent crime. And those were charges against the Travis McMichael and Gregory McMichael. Uh, Ronnie Bryan did not have a gun, so he was not included on that count. But the jury saw this exactly the way the prosecution wanted them to see this, that these men were motivated and fixated on race. And they talked about how not only were they racist, but they, they, they seemed to fascinate themselves with the idea of revenge killing against black people, that they wanted to somehow find a way to kill a black person. And that was said through social media posts and through text messages. When all three of the men used racial slurs like the N-word to talk about black people as a whole. To make fun of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And to go on and on and on about their dislike, their hatred for black people. so
0: You hearing that? You hearing that? You hearing that? By the way, by the way, have you not noticed? That was it. That was it. From the Ahmaud Arbery Case with. You know. Officer Tatum. You know. I go to. February. When it's happened. And let's see. Did he mention. Anything about. This federal hate crime trial. That happened. Let's go. Let's go. I'm looking now going through his videos and you know I'm not seeing anything. About the McMichael's case for the federal hate crime. I'm looking and still can't find it. We're going back now. We're into January. And he hasn't he hasn't he hadn't talked about it. Why is it that Derek Michaels federal hate crime case happened in a prominent <coughs> African American with a social media post where social media you know with people part of their social media that would want to see that? If you're trying to help black people out, you will definitely want to show A video... Of a well-known... Case... Right? Definitely since you said, hey... You know... They got the thing wrong... Well, did they get the... Hate crime trial wrong? Even though they... Obviously had social media posts... Making fun of Martin Luther King making fun of black people trying to say that he wants to kill black people like really again like I said this is again proof proof that He's nothing more than Uncle Tom and a grifter. He had the opportunity to come out and say, you know, hey, I was completely wrong on this. I didn't know about the, the videos and the social media posts that they were making fun of Martin Luther King, that they were, you know, just crazy racist bigots you know I thought that they were you know doing their due diligence trying to just stop a person from committing a crime you know no I didn't I didn't believe that he was just going for a job because I was a racist Uncle Tom but hey you know I ain't expect that to happen now that I've seen that they were obviously racist bigots I'm here to say I was wrong no he didn't He just went on and went on about his day. That trial, the hate crime trial, was a bigger trial than the first one about murder. Because that was a trial that they couldn't put on because that same judge that he said made a mistake. Yeah, he made a mistake, but not allowing for the hate crime portion to be part of that. They drove a truck. That had a confederate flag. License plate. The police saw. Again. To so make sure you understand. The facts. Of that case. The police. Came there. Saw that. McMichaels had murdered. Ahmaud Arbery. Ahmaud Arbery went out. for go for a jog. He told this to his family. I'm going out for a jog. He had nothing on him. If I'm going to commit a crime, you best to believe I'm going to bring a gun. Um, you started to say he was a criminal, right? He had a criminal past. So what criminal can't get their hands on a gun? Damn, in today's day and age, you can get your hand on a gun even if you committed straight up murder. Right? <laughs> so he can get his hand on a damn 9mm pistol. That all black people, that's the only thing black people get their hands on these days. And take that with you if you're going to commit a crime. Because if I'm going out there with the intent to commit a crime, I got to at least be strapped up just in case something happens. I'm not just going to go there and about. All right, time to commit my crime. I'm going to go murder somebody with my bad ass hands. Your can't be a lethal ass fucking weapon, because if it's not, you ain't gonna be able to do anything. Cause I got a gun. Damn what? <laughs> and you attacked me with your bare hands. You punched me. I have it on film. People laughing at you. And now I pull out a gun and put a bullet in you. The police arrive. I got the video. People saying, Nah, nah, that man is dead. Who he struck him for no reason. Now you did, and I got a way to murder you. So, yeah, he didn't go out there with the ability to commit a crime. He didn't even have socks on. He had his basic shoes on, like he would do if he's just trying to go for a quick run around the neighborhood. Put his shoes on, no socks, just went out there, ran about, and did his do, right? He saw this house being, you know, under construction. He saw it and wanted to go take a look around it, like a lot of people did. Again, that camera caught not just him, but others doing the same thing. So, the McMichaels was worried about someone stealing and weren't being racist. Well, those two couples went in before him. Why didn't they stop them? Hmm? Can't say you didn't see it because the same person saw Ahmaud Arbery going there. So now saw them do it too. So, why didn't they do it? Because they were white. The two individuals were white. Arnold Albury was black. And Mac- the McMichaels and Brian wanted to kill someone black and get away with it. So, again, he knew about this offhand already, by the way. He knew about the situation of the racist texts and the social media posts that they had. And they knew he knew that they weren't allowed to use those texts. He knew already, again, that the You know license plate of theirs was a one of a Confederate flag. Right? He also knew damn well, definitely seen the video, that the McMichael shot at Ahmaud Arbery first, missing him. And then, after they entrapped him, Travis McMichael, using his shotgun, went up and, of course, shot Ahmaud Arbery in the chest as he tried to wrestle to the gun away from him. He knew this and so he tried to paint this in a different light by literally omitting on purpose the fact that the McMichael shot the video was shown everyone know about it by now you saw Bryant chasing at the McMichaels with his dash cam while one is on the back of the pickup the one that's on the back of the pickup shoots at Ahmaud Arbery. First thing, shoot at him. Ahmaud Arbery didn't attack him. He had to jump off of the truck. And then, bam, Ahmaud Albury trying to find a way around. He sees the other McMichaels. He shots Russell the gun away from him. Gets shot in the chest. And then happens to be the fact that, well, guess what happened? The police come around, sees the fact that the man is dead. Don't ask any questions because police don't do that when they know the individuals. They don't do that shit when they want to try to cover it up, too. Then comes the DA that tries to cover this up for him Because the McMichaels are a prominent individuals in that community. And they want to help them out. Saying, hey, we're going to cover this up. Act like it didn't happen. It's just a random black guy anyway. Right, because that's how they normally see black people. It's just random black people that don't matter. That being the case, they're like, "Oh, okay, that's great, <laughs> yeah." So they try to cover it up. They let Michael's go free. Places like T.Y.T. is begging for this case to be tried. Other places begging for this place to be tried. And then they have a damn near year-long protest to say, Hey, this is crazy. A black man was just literally going for a jog and murder. And two white people got away with it." So after hearing enough of this shit, they go ahead and give him a trial. Go figure, they were guilty of sin. Not only did they want to kill someone black by trading these inf- the information around through social media posts and texts, by the way, social media posts, which is available to the public, by the way. <coughs> so, at the trying to share, at the information, sharing information, sharing of private texts amongst, amongst themselves, they go out and see a black man jogging around. They believe that the, the, you know, rad, the, all these, you know, amounts of break-ins and car break-ins and things like that, or dumb by someone black. Because of course the race is all sin. So they believe that black people are the root of all evil. So. They said we're going to take care of this. They found someone black. Jogging. It looked like he was running away from something. He was just going back for a jog. I mean. I'm thinking you run. When you're going for a jog. I'm just. Going to assume that. You know, I don't think you just walk and say I'm jogging. You're gonna pick up the pace a little bit. Right? I think so. But hey, maybe I'm different. Right? So they go for their jog, you go for the jog and they see him and you hear them hear one of them say, There he goes, get the weapons. They begin that chase. They don't have any probable suspicion of the man at all. Except for the fact that some cars were being broken into. So they believe that was him. No. The, the uh, person that was in the neighborhood that saw him going to the store. Going not the store, but the, uh, the building, the building construction site, the construction site, yeah, they must call it that, did see him. He did not call D. Michaels. You know, he just yelled out at him, and he started running. D. Michaels had no suspicion beyond the fact that Ahmaud Arbery was a black man, and they believed that the crimes were being committed by somebody black. That's it. You can't have that And try to say you're committing a citizen's arrest. Because that can lead to slavery. Straight up. I don't care what you try to say. You can't say that. Because that will lead to slavery. Because damn it, I can just say, okay, let me accuse every black person I see of a crime because I just happen to have knowledge of a crime that happened. Maybe I committed it. Right? That sounds kind of stupid, don't you think? So you had to have immediate knowledge. What the judge said, I that meaning either it happened right before your eyes and your person by you there. Or you seen it happen from a distance. They didn't see either of it. They weren't going after Ahmad Auberry for him going into that, you know, construction area with that building that was under construction. They weren't going at them for that. They were going after him. Because they believe that he was the one committing all the break-ins to those vehicles. You can't do that. That's not reasonable enough suspicion. Because the only thing you have on him is the fact that he's black. And you think that someone who did these break-ins was black is not reasonable enough suspicion. That's just called racism. Racism. You can't cover up bigotry by saying, well, he thought that he committed the crime, so he can go ahead and do it. He thought he committed the crime because he was black. Nothing else. Being a racist is not a way to protect yourself from committing a crime. Oh, I was racist, and I thought that he was the one committing all the break ins because he's black and was running. So he had to break it into a car. And so I decided to go chase him down and shoot him and kill him. Because that would happen. No. No one's going to believe that. So no. The judge did not. Give false instruction. He gave right instruction. He told them exactly. What they need to hear. What the law said directly. And how it was supposed to be interpreted. It was to say that yes the, If you've seen the person commit a crime in front of you Damn straight You have the right to arrest them Put them under citizen's arrest At least in Georgia that's the law Yes if you've seen it It's not directly in front of you But you've seen someone directly committing a crime You see it with your own two eyes And you can guarantee it That they're committing this crime You can take them down and arrest. Him. Yes, if someone comes to you, and just blatantly confess to committing a crime, you can attack them and arrest them. You can do that. If you see somebody directly fleeing from an act of crime, i.e., Cal Rittenhouse, you can arrest them. Right. You have to have probable suspicion. Probable does not mean I just thought of something because I'm a racist bigot. Probable meaning, yeah, I uh, seen a crime being occurred. Then again, you can't be told this by the way, by third hand, third person. literally said it in the damn law, you can't be told this. And he definitely explained that to him that someone just giving you hearsay cannot be the reason why you committed a crime. So even if the he was try to say that that. You know, person down the street that yelled at, you know, Ahmaud Arbery told him that he can't do that. That's his hearsay. Because, again, the person could be yelling at Ahmaud Arbery because he's racist. They oh, all get out, too. Yay! Get away from there! While he's jogging, he's just jogging on the sidewalk. Now, McMichael said the proper cause to be to murder him for walking on the sidewalk. Come on. And then even after that, he didn't come back out and say anything else about it because then happened was the you know hate crime trial happened and he didn't say shit about it. You're a prominent YouTuber. That's African American. That people like to hear from. Why didn't you talk about the hate crime trial? What the fact they didn't get enough media coverage? CNN sure enough rec- uh, was on it. Why? Because they were guilty as sin for the hate crime, and everybody knew it. going away, and once this crime was, once this trial was going to be set, they said, "Oh damn, they're guilty as sin. They're already guilty for committing murder already. So we know they committed the murder because he was black, obviously." And so you see that none of the conservatives, Fox News included, didn't record that trial. Didn't report on that trial. Why? Always ask that question, why? Because these individuals were obviously blatantly, openly racist. And they didn't want to offend their racist base. The same like Officer Tatum. He had no way of spending this to say, oh no, they were not guilty of being racist. He couldn't spend it any other way. He had nothing he could go on. So what he tried to do was say, let me just say, fuck it, I'm just not going to talk about it. You seen with your own two eyes, you heard it with your two ears. Officer Tatum is nothing more than a racist Uncle Tom and a grifter. He just jumps around for racist bigots and do his little tricks and talk about black people in every way, say, form, and manner. He never says anything positive about black people unless those black people are racist Uncle Toms themselves. like Candace Owens never can find anything positive to say about black people well Trey can never say nothing positive about uh, cops yeah I do sure enough when they do their job correctly oh yeah talk about them celebrate them call them heroes when they don't (laughs) we call them what we call them right? That's the reason why I say be careful what you hear from these individuals and conservatives, definitely. There's a lot of McGrifters. Like I said about Matthew McConaughey, he was great. He said what he needed to say. Yes, he's an actor, but that didn't determine the fact that he came out there and said those things. He was just trying to get change for his city that he grew up in so people in his city that he grew up in can go to school without being murdered right that's what we want You don't want children to be murdered on the streets right we don't want kids to go to school just to get murdered right because hey you can go ahead and get rid of abortions I just tell the women you want an abortion send them to school you get a late term abortion that way. Because the conservatives is going to make sure to kill them. Right? That shouldn't be the case. We should be able to send kids to school and they go and get an education and become productive members of society. It's what we want for all of our children. Right? Not the case for Officer Tatum. Being a racist Uncle Tom, he says, nah. It's all black people's fault. Why? Because black people are criminals. Cause in their DNA. Never found a black person they could say something positive about. And he had an opportunity with the McMichael's trial. And couldn't even do it that way. Anyway, this one I'm gonna go ahead and And in this podcast, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Don't forget to rate, give it a five-star rating, and of course, of course, of course, share the podcast. Later, guys.